welcome. Can you hear me? Can you hear me out there? All right. I'm not sure. This music is in my ear. So welcome, everybody, to the Diversity on a Hill podcast live. Many of you have no idea what we're talking about. Does anyone know what I'm talking about? Oh, one. Oh, oh, oh I saw another, oh, oh, two, oh, another one. All right. All right. Well, Maybe a few. And we're doing this live from Regenerate. Let me hear the people at Regenerate. Let me hear you. Now oh. they came strong. Oh, now they came strong. That's right. diversity on a hill energy right there. Way yeah. to be, peoples. You know why they came strong? Because now they realize someone's going to hear them. Uh, <laughs> I don't sure. know. All right. So basically, let me introduce myself. I'm PJ, and sitting across from me is... PK. And we have a special guest, but we'll introduce them in a second. What this is, is we do a podcast called Diversity on a Hill, where we have a conversation and we talk about some difficult things. It started with some uh, civil rights stuff and um, some things that got us thinking about having tough conversations within the church. And so me and Curcio, we, we sit down, we try to bring some people on from time to time and talk about difficult things that are happening and try to put them within a biblical context. Uh, sometimes we agree with each other. Sometimes we yell at each other. Sometimes we laugh at each other and sometimes we eat oh uh, yeah sometimes we eat cookies on the podcast which yeah is, we do yeah we do it's gross we make you jealous that. all right and normally we'd sit around and have a little conversation for a little bit but we probably don't have time for do that to do that since we're doing this live but we do have a special guest today and who is this special guest this special guest is one of the most amazing volunteers we have at college deal oh right. you want to talk about somebody who is committed to service who is mission-minded and who reflects Christ almost at all times. Now, she's not perfect <laughs> because she's still here. Otherwise, God would have taken her already. But this is Miss Zis, Mrs. Jacina Rome. Jacina. That's right. She's amazing. So, Jacina, uh, I think PJ wants to know a little bit about you. Yeah, tell us about yourself. What do you do? Well, thank you all for having me this morning. Happy Sabbath. I'm Ooh. so excited to be here. See, diversity on the hill energy. <laughs> you've, you've, you've got a fan club over there, too. <laughs> that. There you go. There you go. GCA in the house. Woo-hoo! Uh -oh. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Well, again, my name is Justina Rome, and I'm a licensed clinical social worker. That means that I have been given authority by the state of Tennessee to diagnose and treat people who are living with mental health. Mental health issues. Oh, nice. Ah, not bad. So we want to give you guys an opportunity to also participate in our podcast this morning. So if you have a device of any sort, a cell phone or a tablet or what have you, we want you to go to slido.com. Slido, S-L-I-D-O.com. There it is right there on the screen. And uh, you're going to be able to ask questions by putting hashtag Regen22 right there into the Slido slot there. You can go ahead and pop that in. Hashtag Regen22. And then you're going to be able to ask questions. We're going to hope to get to them. I will receive them here. And if you see a question that you like and you want it to be asked to Jacina, just go ahead and, and like that question. And of course, the questions that get the most like are the ones we're going to try to go ahead and ask. Now, we have a limited amount of time. Very limited. Our podcast normally goes a little bit longer than we're going to have this morning. So if we don't get to your question, we will get to it at one of our other episodes. Yeah. So we encourage you to just follow it and uh, we're going to have fun together. You didn't know you were committing to more than one when you said yes, did you? Because we might have you back. Uh oh. That's how Curcio does. He doesn't tell you everything. Guilty. Right. Guilty. So let me, let, me, let, me, let me say something to you here. Uh, mental health is, is kind of growing 
and a lot of people are talking about it right now. And some people may even think it's overplayed in, in, in certain areas. But here's one of the reasons, and actually this week, it came into more of a clearer picture why it's important we talk about this. Uh, two years ago, we had to regenerate in the same building. Um, we had a speaker by the name of Mark Tamalea. Um, and so exactly two years ago, well, just this week, um, please keep him in your prayers because his family lost one of their sons to suicide. Mm. And so this to me solidified the fact that us talking about mental health here is not an accident. To me, it's God-ordained that we talk about these things because they are important. Even if for some reason you think it's overplayed or maybe certain aspects are you don't agree with it, that's fine. That's why we need to have these conversations and get into it so that people realize, hey, there's help out there. So, so Jacina, I guess one of the questions I, I, I have for you um, is why is it important that we as a church um, think about mental health? Because we, we haven't always historically necessarily given the importance it should. But why as a church, as Christians, should we be delving into this subject? Absolutely, PJ. Um, if we think about it, in Genesis um, chapter 1, verse 27, we are made in the image of God. Mm. And so if we think about God's image, that's a totality, okay? And that includes our physical well-being mm. as well as our emotional well-being. And God, if we think about it, he's emotional, God loves us. Mm. Love is an emotion, correct? Okay. God has compassion for us. Some tells us that God has compassion for us. And also, God gets angry. Mm. He is slow to anger. And so I think if we think about it from that perspective, God doesn't want us to just take care of our physical health. Mm. He has ordained certain things that we should and should not eat and how to take care of our bodies. But he also wants to us to take care of our emotional well-being, our emotional health as well. Um, and he actually, even in his word, gives us strategies for that. Um, as he talks about not to go to bed angry, you know, mm. that's a strategy um, to keep us in a healthy place because we know that anger can turn into physical problems if we don't process it and take care of it accordingly. Gotcha. Wow. I mean, for someone who has difficulty as it pertains to the church, because I don't know if, if you've had people say this, right, that they're like, God will take care of my mental health. I'm going to pray about it, and God's got it. Or someone says, hey, have you—I've you, heard the, uh, kind of the illusion of the fact, oh, you're having mental issues. They allude to the fact that maybe you haven't gone to God enough or you haven't prayed enough about it. Exactly, and there's, a, there's that shame and that guilt we hold that I idea in process. But how would we work with someone who says, God will take care of my mental health? But I also think that God has ordained specific gifts for us. Mm -hmm. um, and he, one of the gifts is to encourage. Yep. And, and that's how I see my role as a professional licensed clinical social worker, is I have the gift to encourage. And so God has ordained specific people to be able to support certain um, challenges that we experience in life. And sometimes we do need to um, reach out for other support where we have trained people who um, are, come from a Christian perspective as well as who have the specific training to be able to help someone manage certain challenges, difficulties, stressors in their lives that they may be having a lot more challenge with than other things. What you said, what you said was interesting because we're talking about the holistic approach. You said right. 
well, why don't you pray about it? Why don't you go to God? Or God will take care of my mental health. It's interesting that we talk about mental health, but we don't talk about that in, in other health issues. Like, so if I'm getting overweight and I need to exercise or I need to lose weight, I don't say, you know what, let me pray about it and God will just take <laughs> care of that. Right. I still have something to do in it. And it's it kind of, when it comes to our mental health, we need to start looking at that as well. Like, mm-hmm. it's not just enough to pray. God actually gives us coping things or people in our lives to help us. If I want to be a healthier person, I have to eat healthier. Right. I have to exercise. I can't just pray about it. Well, just keep me in your thoughts and prayers. I'm trying to lose weight. <laughs> and we Let's also know that with faith, there's works. Mm. Mm. Okay. Mm. There you go. There you go. Mm. So, right. so get this. I have a question that a lot of people have been asking. All right. Go and for it. I, I can answer it. And then I also want Jacina to chime in on this. And the question is, how do you deal with difficult people? Now, difficult people? Difficult people. Now, now here's the thing. Difficult people, uh, sometimes the, the challenge is having a conversation. Having a conversation with difficult people. And you have to learn the gifts, or not, not the gifts, the tools to be able to have difficult conversations. And this is why Diversity on the Hill was created. To have difficult conversations. To yeah. have difficult conversations. So that's a start where you can go ahead and listen to the podcast. I had to, to be professional and you know, put that in there. But the idea is you, know, you get the tools. Develop the tools to be able to have difficult conversations with difficult people. But difficult people may also have some other issues that Jacina could speak to. So how do you handle difficult people? Well, first of all, I think you have to decide, ask yourself the question, is this person's behavior about me? Mm. Okay. Or is this person's behavior something that they are being challenged with? Because as mm. soon as we personalize what somebody has said or what somebody has done, then we get into a place where we can't listen. Mm-hmm. We can't hear from them and their perspective, and that's when the conflicts happen in relationships. So I think the first thing is we have to really be able to give others their own responsibility and not take on somebody else's responsibility for their own behaviors. And that's hard to do, though. Anytime anyone talks to me, why do you have a problem with me? Leave me alone. (laughs) Well, PJ, you know, you're working on the kindness part. We know that that's all Why are you right. blaming me right now, Curse? I'm not blaming Stop you. It. What are you talking about, Willis? I'm just saying. You, you acknowledge this multiple times on our podcast. So the idea is this, guys. It starts with listening, I believe. It I hear you correctly. It starts with listening, okay. absolutely, and not personalizing other mm. people's words or their actions. Mm. And then secondly, I've been reading um, this book called Uncommon Woman by Susie Larson, And um, the next thing that she talks about, which has been so helpful for me personally, is we're going to have a lot of rocks thrown at us that we cannot control. So we have to decide, are we going to pick the rock up and throw it back, okay? Mm -hmm. Or are we going to just let the rock drop and walk away? Mm -hmm. Or are we going to do something kind for the person who's thrown the rock? Okay. (laughs) PJ, what are you going to do? Well, Curcio is going to be kind because Curcio is kind if you no, listen to the podcast. I don't know, I don't know. It He's depends. It I'm, I'm going to probably run away. <laughs> no, 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 really. But, but those are good tools. That, those are good tools. And, you know, obviously, the closer we, we draw to God, the easier mm-hmm. it'll be. That's it right there. It is truly our relationship with God that really helps us to be able to get to a place where we don't take things so personal mm-hmm. and we are more willing to listen and more willing to see people from God's eyes, mm-hmm. not our own. There you go. 
Justina, let me ask you a, couple, a, a question here about what do you see in your profession that are some of the things that cause the majority or cause a lot of, what are some things that you're seeing that are causing some mental strain or some mental health issues? Absolutely. One of the major things that I see on a daily basis is um, generational trauma. What do you mean by that? Um, so a lot of times we don't recognize that the behaviors um, and the dynamics in our family systems okay. are passed from one generation to the next. Okay. So even the way that we manage life, just mm -hmm. our coping strategies, a lot of times they can be unhealthy and they just move from one generation to the next. So prime example, what I see a lot is people not having permission to talk about their feelings. Yep. Their feelings not being acknowledged, especially with children, their feelings not being validated. Mm -hmm. And so they hold that all inside because they haven't been given that permission to say, I feel sad mm -hmm. or I feel hurt about this. Mm -hmm. And they keep it inside. And so they never learn how to actually communicate and verbalize that and find ways to get support. And then they pass it to their kids. Mm. That same type of dynamic moves to the next generation and the next generation and the next generation. You know, that, that takes me to another question that was, that was asked um, and getting a lot of support here, which is then how do you help a friend who doesn't want to know about their own problems, but yet you aren't qualified to help them with their need? So the idea is this we can identify the fact that someone is having challenges because some of us are healthier than others. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But then the idea is how do I help them acknowledge that they need help when they're not necessarily trained the way you are to be able to say, hey, you need to go get help for this, that, or the other. How would you encourage us or, or what's the best way to go about that? I think sometimes we try to um, put our on... Um, expectations for people when they're not ready. So we have to be mindful and careful that if we suggest something, and it really should be a suggestion, um, especially when somebody is struggling with a mental health issue, um, that we suggest that. But we also have to be willing to take a step back and say, okay, when you're ready, I'm here to listen. Okay, I'm here to be with you. And sometimes being with is not fixing it. It's not signing them up for something. It's just being with them, okay? Wow. And then letting them know when you're ready, I will help you pursue the next step. Well, that makes sense. All right. I, I want you to know, Jacina, that um, if you've listened to our podcast, you've made this like a, a thousand times more professional. Yep. <laughs> and I want to thank you for that. Yes, you did. Um, <laughs> Hey, we don't, have a, we don't have a lot of time, but we'd obviously love for you to come back because there's a lot of things I would love to get into, uh, the impact of maybe social media on mental health, the That's impact good. of inter, inter relationships, the, the impact of church on mental health. So, you know, hopefully you'll come back and join us. But I, I would love to know kind of from your perspective now, if, if we want to concentrate, concentrate on our mental health, give us like one or two tips that will kind of help us maybe start going down that right path? 
Um, uh, I think um, we have to also be very, and, and it's different for everybody. It's sure. not kind of a cookie cutter thing. Um, but just think about things that you enjoy, things that you love doing, and try to incorporate those into your daily life, into your daily routine, whether that's reading, whether that's taking a walk, whether that's other physical types of exercise, yoga, um, medit- uh, meditation, prayer and worship. Just trying to make sure you have time every day or at least once a week to do something that you really enjoy. Mm. I'm going to be honest with you. I go to the salon once a week. That's my thing. You do what once a week? Go sorry? to the salon oh, all right, every all right. week. I get a haircut once a week too. We talked about this already. You do too, huh? Yo, this is a lot quiet. of work up here. I don't have to talk to anybody. <laughs> I can sit under my dryer and just, be, just, just chill. Mm-hmm. And that's the way I feed my soul. So I think that's the first thing is that we really just have to make sure we're incorporating things that feed our soul and mm. just things that we enjoy doing into just our daily routine. There right. you go. Nice. So look, there's another question here, but we don't have time for it. But look, we will address this. The question was, how do you deal... Uh, with feeling or thinking that you're gay, mm. a mental mm. health thing. So just be on the lookout. We have a whole podcast on that one, and that's the idea. Right. So well, we're you're committing to a whole nother one. That's <laughs> already <laughs> fantastic. We'd love to one. have you back to help us with that because we need a professional to answer that question. So the idea is be on the lookout. Diversityonthehill at gmail.com is where you can contact us and give us topics you want to hear about or questions that you have from the podcast that you heard. So diversityonthehill at gmail.com or you can check us out on the IG. Yeah, diversity on a hill. At diversity on a hill. You spell that with a C. Diversity with a C. You can find that on Apple Podcasts. Um, Spotify and all the major platforms were actually there. So PJ, are you going to pray for us? Uh, sure, yeah. I was about to ask you to do it, but you beat me to it. Oh, my bad. All right. All right. Hey, let's pray real quick. Dear Heavenly Father, Lord, we want to thank you so much for just an introductory conversation about mental health issues, Lord. Lord, you, we know that you want to restore us and you want to restore us to wholeness, Amen. physical, spiritual, mental health. Right. And Lord, we pray that we will go to you for help, but Lord, that we will also uh, be cognizant of those who we can go to for help. And Lord, lead us down the path of, of that restoration. We thank you, Lord, for caring for us. We thank you for putting people in our lives who care for us. Open yes. our eyes to, to see those people in our lives Amen. so that we can uh, go to them as well. Thank you for this day at Regenerate. We pray, Lord, that today we will honor you uh, through all that we do. And we pray these things in the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Hey, this is PJ, and I'm out. PK here. Many blessings. Oh, I got ahead of Jacina. You got to say you, you something. You got to sign yourself you out sign somehow. Out. How are you going to do it? It was so nice to be here, and I am out as well. Nice. All right.